Flopsy Bunnies, The Tale of the Flopsy Bunnies by Beatrix Potter, read by Mommy and Philip. 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 More people can call you Pip. Okay. It is said that the effect of eating too much lettuce is soporific. I've never felt sleepy after eating lettuces, but then I am not a rabbit. They certainly had a very soporific effect on the Flopsy Bunnies. When Benjamin Bunny grew up, he married his cousin, Flopsy. We don't do that these days, but they did back then. I guess if you're a rabbit, you might. Anyways, they had a large family, and they were very improvident and cheerful. I do not remember the separate names of their children. They were generally called the Flopsy Bunnies. As there was not always quite enough to eat, Benjamin used to borrow cabbages from Flopsy's brother, Peter Rabbit, who kept a nursery garden, which makes sense because after having his problems with Mr. McGregor's garden, he probably learned to make his own. But sometimes Peter Rabbit had no cabbages to spare. And when this happened, the Flopsy Bunnies went across the field to a rubbish heap. Does Mr. McGregor teach him how to make garlic? You know what? I don't know. That's a good question. I would think so. He might have learned from Mr. McGregor. Yes. Anyways. Maybe you can make your own garlic. But no mistake, thanks in my garden. I would, Ever again. Yes. Well, I would hope so. Mr. McGregor, Mr. McGregor would probably tell Peter, have your own garden and don't come in mine. Okay. So. <clears throat> I'm going to say, and then he said, you can ask me if you can borrow carrots because bunnies like carrots. That would be nice of Mr. McGregor. But let's read more. It says the Flopsy Bunnies went across the field to a rubbish heap in the ditch outside of Mr. McGregor's garden. So they're not going into his garden. That's good. Mr. McGregor's rubbish heap was a mixture. There were jam pots and paper bags and mountains of chopped grass from the mowing machine, which always tasted oily, and some rotten vegetable marrows and an old boot or two. One day, oh joy, there was a quantity of overgrown lettuces which had shot into flower, which means when something flowers, it's bloomed, it's usually past when you should have cut it. The Flopsy Bunnies simply stuffed lettuces, which means they ate a bunch of them. By degrees, one after another, they were overcome with slumber and lay down in the mown grass. So instead of going back home, they just slept where they were. Benjamin was not so overcome as his children. Before going to sleep, he was sufficiently wide awake to put a paper bag over his head to keep off the flies. The little Flopsy Bunnies slept delightfully in the warm sun. From the lawn beyond the garden came the distant clackety sound of the mowing machine. The blue bottles buzzed about the wall, and a little old mouse picked over the rubbish among the jam pots. 
I can tell you her name. It was Thomasina Tittlemouse, a wood mouse with a long tail. She rustled across the paper bag and awakened Benjamin Bunny. The mouse apologized profusely and said that she knew Peter Rabbit. While she and Benjamin were talking close under the wall, they heard a heavy tread above their heads. And suddenly, Mr. McGregor emptied out a sack full of lawn mowings right on top of the sleeping Flopsy Bunnies. Benjamin shrank down under his paper bag and the mouse hid in a jam pot. The little rabbits smiled sweetly in their sleep under the shower of grass. They did not awake because the lettuces had been so soporific. They dreamt that their mother Flopsy was tucking them into a hay bed. Mr. McGregor looked down after emptying his sack. He saw some funny little brown tips of ears sticking up through the lawn mowings. He stared at them for some time. Presently, a fly settled down on one of them and it moved. Mr. McGregor climbed down onto the rubbish heap. One, two, three, four, five, six little rabbits, he said as he dropped them into his sack. The Flopsy Bunnies dreamt that their mother was turning them over in bed. They stirred a little in their sleep, but they did not wake up. Mr. McGregor tied up the sack and left it on the wall. He went to put away the mowing machine. Oh dear, what are we going to do now? While he was gone, Mrs. Flopsy Bunny, who had remained at home, came across the field. She looked suspiciously at the sack and wondered where everybody was. Then the mouse came out of her jam pot and Benjamin took the paper bag off of his head and they told the doleful tale. Benjamin and Flopsy were in despair. They could not undo the string, but Mrs. Tittlemouse was a resourceful person. She nibbled a hole in the bottom of the corner of the sack and the little rabbits were pulled out and pinched to wake them. Their parents stuffed the empty sack with three rotten vegetable marrows, an old blacking brush, and two decaying turnips. Then they all hid under a bush and watched for Mr. McGregor. Mr. McGregor came back, picked up the sack, and carried it off. He carried it hanging down as if it were rather heavy. The Flopsy Bunnies followed at a distance that was safe. They watched him go into his house, and then they crept up to the window to listen. Mr. McGregor threw down the sack on the stone floor in a way that would have been extremely painful to the Flopsy Bunnies if they had happened to have been inside it. They could hear him drag his chair on the flags and chuckle. One, two, three, four, five, six little rabbits, said Mr. McGregor. Eh, what's that? What have they been spoiling now? inquired Mrs. McGregor. One, two, three, four, five, six little fat rabbits, 
repeated Mr. McGregor, counting on his fingers. One, two, three. Don't you be silly. What do you mean, you silly old man? In the sack. One, two, three, four, five, six, replied Mr. McGregor. The youngest Flopsy Bunny got upon the windowsill. Mrs. McGregor took hold of the sack and felt it. She said she could feel six, but they all must be old rabbits because they were so hard in all different shapes. Not fit to eat, but the skins will be fine to line my old cloak. Line your cloak, shouted Mr. McGregor. I shall sell them and buy myself Becky. Rabbit tobacco, I shall skin them and cut off their heads. Mrs. McGregor untied the sack and put her hand inside. When she felt the vegetables, she became very, very angry. She said that Mr. McGregor had done it on purpose. And Mr. McGregor was very angry too. One of the rotten marrows came flying through the kitchen window and hit the youngest Flopsy Bunny. It was rather hurt. Then Benjamin and Flopsy thought it was time to go home. So Mr. McGregor did not get his tobacco, and Mrs. McGregor did not get her rabbit skins. But next Christmas, Thomasina Tittlemouse got a present of enough rabbit wool to make herself a cloak and a hood and a handsome muff and a pair of warm mittens. The... Thank you.